Ma-bula-gulaba. Doggins yawning. Yaw-woo. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you know, with great honour and uh, pride, it's a bit of a privilege to be able to share this powerful voice, one of the Birawas of the Kumbaroi Nation. And I'd um, like him to introduce himself and things like that for for everyone out there. So, Brother Pete, it's all yours. Yama, Guayaba, Calvin Gunungal, Marigabi, and Milleray. Milleray, Kuma, Muddy Water, Muddy. Hello, my name is Guayaba. I come from the Calvin Gunungal, Marigabi of the Milleray Nation. I pay yeah, homage but... and respect to my Miriwari and my Kuma bloodlines through my Mala. The language I speak is the language of the Gamilaroi Nation. Yeah, well, uh, thanks for that, eh? Uh, you know, it's very important that, I guess, I touched on that in my last podcast there, uh, the Gwegel one, uh, around one of my greatest honours and um, achievements in my life has been gifted my name, you know, by Ray Bamba and I'll, I'll just translate that again for those who might not have heard the other podcast. It means fast with some force in life, in spirit, in diria gabu. So, you know, um, you know, to, yeah, well, to be given a name, and I guess it breaks those shackles of colonialism and this part of decolonisation and tapping into our frequency of our old ways, you know, and it's something that, I explored more once my beloved mother passed home to Star Camp, you know, and uh, it's that matriarchal lineage that we all got to pay homage to and not only pay homage to, but, you know, with honour and, and respect of those lessons passed on, you know, so it's very important. So thanks, brother. Um, I've got you here tonight. Um, as I said, it is a privilege. I, I value your time, your wisdom, your knowledge, and, um, you know, I look up to you on multiple levels, you know, we can have these serious yards and we can have those other yards, you know, um, that float that we do. Um, One of the things I really want to do for you to do tonight is to drop a few feathers as you famously do, you know. Um, For those out there, you know, to drop a few feathers is for another brother or another person to drop some information or a a bit of a, a lesson. And uh, it's up to you to pick up that feather and, and run with it and, and spread it around, spread those seeds, if that makes sense. So, you know, I really would like you to talk about the Gamilaray 500 tonight um, and also our Gamilaray reality, which is another another pathway to nation building, uh, developing our economic base through our many different skill sets that we have, whether it be art, fishing, skateboarding, uh, rap, graffiti, anything, you know. Um, and, yeah, I really feel it's a, a way to support our nation and that not not that self-determination because we're all self-determined people in our own right, but that collective determination that Brother, brother Gilay, DK, um, you know, he taught me about that as well, the collective determination. And, yeah, so, you know, if you want to just run the ball up here for, for a minute, for a while and talk about the Gamilla Ray 500 and um, drop some feathers for our fellow clansmen, our tribesmen and, you know, because where I'm headed and what, uh, you know, due to the activity of, you know, those those mining companies, those cotton companies, those, you know, 
Um, we're at we're at war with our sacred sites being destroyed. Um, you know, and that's our heart and soul. If if they're destroyed, there's no songlines, there's no bloodlines. You know, and I mean, there's bloodlines obviously, but we're unable to translate our ancient stories if they've been destroyed. So it's on us to, I, I feel, to rebuild that 500 and to make a stand, especially with some upcoming info. That's why I'm headed in this direction. So does that make sense, my Dargan? Yeah, well, right. coming in for the introduction, Brad, um, really appreciate the the words that were spoken, you know, to be um, um, spoken in that volume, you know, I really do appreciate it. It's very humbling and that there stuff. So I'll start by saying, Gabriela, Dargan, you know, for um, blessing me with a, a with a platform to um, share. And I think in, in a sense, you know, like with this here, being this um, audio realm that we're in at the moment, I think it's um, sort of tapping into that astro travel and stuff, you know, where our, our, our spirit men, they communicated up there in the, um, in the Burgal, you know, and then we come back home and then we, in the physical, and, and, and then we share that, that um, yarn with our, um, our other brothers and sisters and our mothers and fathers and uncles and aunties, you know, our our fellow nation mob, you know, so um, Gabriela, um, yeah, well. I'll, I'll say that there to um, sort of lead into this here, you know, um, well, the first time I ever heard about the Gamilaroi 500, um, I was only young, but I didn't have that comprehension, you know, that um, my consciousness and understanding was completely different because all I wanted to do was um, play marbles and and swim in the creeks and all that there stuff. But as I've grown, you know, I've opened up my mind to um, open my ears first and foremost, you know, and then then through that the the ability to open my mind and and um, my eyes and see things through a different sphere or different spectre and that there stuff. Um, so the Gamilaroi 500. So. Um, firstly, I highly recommend people to um, study. Um, go and uh, read at, um, I think it's uh, Major Nunn and um, Major Mitchell and their expeditions when they first uh, come over through the Liverpool Plains um, into the mighty Gamilaroi Nation. Um, so the, there's a story of um, the Gamilaroi 500 now we have to factor into this here is that we are matriarchal people, and you know, like the the woman plays a very important part, and has and always will within our nation. So, um, so it's a a Gamilaroi 500. So if we talk about 500 warriors, we have to also acknowledge the Yinners because they are the shield carriers for our for our warriors. So when we go in the battle, um, our wife, um, sister, you know, our mothers and grannies, they all stood in front of us and held up the shields for us. So uh, the story goes that um, the Major Mitchell and his platoon of 1,200 redcoats were coming over the Liverpool Plains, and in the distance they could hear um, they could see a puff of smoke and hear a thunderous roar, and that thunderous roar was the the tapping of the 
of the Nalanalas or the killer boomerangs and spears onto the shields um, as they were coming up and the dust that they seen in the distance was the stomping of the feet as the Gnilaroi 500 actually um, went to go into battle. Because of this thunderous roar and the 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 thunderous roar and the dust that the Gnilaroi 500 were able to create, um, Mitchell and Nunn, they were um, they retreated, and those 1,200, 1200 armed uh, redcoats retreated and went back to their um, to their bases. And when I first heard that story, I was um, it was it placed a bit of joy and pride and strength into my heart, you know, because it's um, we'd only been force-fed these stories and of our people being hunters and gatherers and um, that we um, were force-fed this victim mentality and, you know, were traumatised by the um, these, the colonial, you know, when the colony come over, they just, we just laid down and they took over our land. And then as we grew older, you know, we started to hear stories of the Miroi 500 um, and the standoffs with the raids of the of the camps, um, the letting loose of their cattle on their stations and that there stuff. So we were sort of like these guerrilla warfare tactics and that stuff. And we um, had to, you know, we created a resistance. And I took um, pride and joy from hearing those, uh, hearing that story about the Gamilaroi 500, and also. Um, hearing the other stories of our, our raids that we made on town camps and stations and all that there stuff. Um, and yeah, basically, yeah, that's what it did. It generated really strong pride in, in myself because here's my people know we're not these um, poor bugger me from Gamilaroi. We actually upheld this um, resistance um, for our people and our ways of life. Yeah. Later on, I heard the story of, um, uh, this was gifted to me from um, Uncle Judaloo Neal from up Yarraba, and he told me about the um, bow and arrow, and this thing just rang deep within my, um, in my doer, and my G, my art, and my, my soul and my art. And there was a story of the bow and arrow and how our continent, known as Australia, is the only, you know, only continent on the planet that defeated the bow and arrow. Now you, you know, you talk about the bow and arrow, and at its highest peak, um, the bow and arrow was a weapon of mass destruction because it had the ability to, to um, defeat the enemy from a distance, and that was all good and well. But we had possession of the Woomera. Mm. And the Woomera, you know, exact same thing, had defeated the bow and arrow. So the story is of Kuyulung. So Kuyulung is a um, warrior from up North Queensland way. And um, the bow and arrow had come over to Australian shores and he'd defeated the bow and arrow with the yam stick. So when he defeated the bow and arrow, he grabbed his yam stick and he slammed it into the ground and then picked up the bow and arrow and threw it north and out there and separated the islands from the mainland. And the closest that the bow and arrow actually comes to Australian shores is 
the Torres Straits and the New Guineas and that stuff. Um, so by the time the colony actually came here to Australian waters or to our continent, they had the power of um, gun, you know, the bullets and the um, chemical warfare where they poisoned our water holes and gave us pox-ridden blankets and that stuff. So um, when I heard the story of how we defeated the bow and arrow and then I heard the story of the Gamilaroi 500, this year generated a... Um, pride and identity and strength and love and all the really good words that make you feel good about yourself and it's generating that and then um i was yarning with another another brother bubbly bubbly and um we came up with the concept of um gamilla reality and he was there at my place um at home that night when i come up with it and gamilla reality you know because my gamilla is a reality and that was drawn wholly and solely from the fact that we've got to start telling these warrior stories and no more of this poor bugger me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, we do have this strong blood that runs through our, our veins and that there stuff that was gifted to us from our mothers and taught to us by our fathers. Yep. Um, so the concept of the middle reality came from me sitting at home and looking, you know, just looking around and getting all these phone calls and visits from all my mob and that there stuff. And, you know, there's a saying, no matter where you go, you always bump into someone from Maureen and um, or from Gamilaroi. And, you know, and I'm basically that's where the concept came from. Was, uh, um, yeah. It's trying to turn our demeanor into a reality. You know, I look after all the um, all our Christian brothers and our Muslim brothers and our Buddhist brothers and all these fellows that have these um, spiritual. They're really strong in their um, spiritual belief system to the point where they've turned it into a lifestyle, where they live and breathe it. And they, you know, eat it for breakfast and they sleep with it on their pillows every night, day, morning, and night. And I was thinking, you know, like, how can we tear down these here colonial shackles, this um, mental oppression, you know, these generational curse, be these cycle breakers and all that there stuff. Um, but all we do is we've got all these sad stories, all these sad songs, we go to funerals and all that stuff all the time. You know, a funeral in our... Um, a funeral is a gathering ceremony for us now. Mm. It's a time where we get to see family and friends that we've never seen for years. Mm. And and that was created for pain and sorrow and all these bad things. I was thinking, how can we come up with something that people will see and just, or, you know, hear and they'll go, yeah, that's, my, that's me. I'll feel proud. I'll feel strong. I'll feel good. And they put that love into their heart. And it was the concept, it was the reality because, and it was after watching all of our Christian brothers and our Muslim brothers and sisters and, you know, all our other brothers and sisters, all our earth soldiers that believe in all these higher powers and what they individually put into their belief system. Now, here we were, here we are, the oldest living, you know, the oldest race of people on the planet. 
that have all of these um, um, like that keys, like keys to the you know the universe type thing. Yeah, well, that that you know, like here we were, all of our people, you know, that have these connections. Yes, these keys that unlock the doors to the consciousness and that stuff, mm. and an actual legitimate way of um, life. You know, like when I say, you know, like with peace, love, and harmony, how can you be at one with um, Mother Earth and Fire the Sky, and be that true vessel that travels in partnership? Mm-hmm with you know, Mother Earth and Father Sky as their vessel and travels and shares these energies, you know, of, um, you know, love, peace and strength and that there. And these are things that were, that are of our DNA, that were born when we were birthed out of the womb. You know, we, um, with our natural makeup. Um, yeah. So thinking about all those things, Factoring in the teachings of Diriyagama. Um, listen, you know, watching my younger brothers and sisters, um, watching our other our neighboring countries, the way they um, um, celebrated, you know, their um, love for their culture and their identity and that stuff. And then watching the, our um, Christian brothers and sisters and that thing. And now they turn this stuff into a lifestyle and a belief system. And then we went on this path of going, we need to do this nation building, generate the Milleroy patriotism. And then, you know, not in the bad sense, you know, where we're going, USA, USA, none of that. <laughs> there, or, or Aussie, 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 you know, none of that. Or, yeah. You know, or it was just a genuine, and we built out of love. I'm not saying that those there things weren't either, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but ours was, this year was like, Looking around and because of all the all the funerals and the you know the high incarceration rate, the the death toll, the life expectancy of our peoples, all of that there, you know, and it's like wow, we need to um, put something out there that's going to inspire our people to be better people for themselves, you know, for their then for their children and their wives and that their stuff and then their household and then they go out and share that goodness with the community and all that their stuff. Um, that's yeah. what it was. And uh, yeah, I've got goosebumps here again. You know these yarns and you know astro traveling and um, it's like we're sitting around a fire face to face, Doug. And, you know it's very very important, very powerful. So I want to say Gabby Yinda as well. Um, when we share our spirit man bread, you know, when we share that, um, when we share our spirit man, we are, we have the, you know, we can do that there stuff because mm. sit next to each other spiritually when we're physically miles away and all that there stuff. And it's, um, it's being open and that not scaring one another away. You know, one of the things that was really beautiful about the journey when we were, um, challenging the mining companies and taking the fight to them out there on country was um, sleeping out in the Pilliga. Mm. And, you know, if anybody's aware of um, the Pilliga scrub that has a strong ties to the the airy man or the yaoi and all that there stuff and it just um, and, and it just sends a shiver out, you know, like not a shiver, it just scares people yep. away. 
And that's understandable because these, you know, Budgie, he put these people here on for a reason. And we once upon a time spoke a language where we could communicate. And that's the exact same with Bunda and, and Thin One and, you know, a couple of them and Bilby, you know. We once spoke a language where we could communicate through spirit. Mm. And that we, we've been, um, that's the one that got destroyed on us. So how can we slowly get that thing back? Well, we need to generate pride, integrity, honour, strength, love. And if they, if we can do it through a symbol, being, you know, the middle reality, my middle is a reality. Mm-hmm. Sing that song, do that dance, tell that story and that stuff. So for the past 15 years, or longer, um, we've been travelling around different family groups and that there stuff, all the Milleroy people have been sitting down and sharing these stories of our creation, stories of our dreaming, stories of our strength and identity and that stuff and all our love for our local eulogy and that there stuff, our, our story and our dream. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, it's freaky. I always tell everyone I sort of have people who sit around fire with me or we yarn and that, especially our younger youth, our up-and-coming future leaders, you know, our Biruas and that, um, you know, they don't understand just how powerful we are as a people and um, it's not a an ego thing, it's more of a just being aware of tapping into the frequency and maintaining that connection to, to our culture and Diriyagama, our law, just, you know, to become Mao with yourself and, and whatnot allows that bore the transfer of energy, you know, to others. So that was something that you taught me at our um, Gumali up there at Bogga. Mm. Uh, no, one of the most and, powerful lessons I've ever been taught, bro. And and that's the thing there too, you know, like um, like that empty vessel, you know, like you know, being that empty vessel for Mother Earth and Father Sky, and that there stuff, like. That communication part, it doesn't only come from the earth and, 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 you know, from Mother Earth and Father Sky, but it's our, um, our guides, you know, our brothers, our sisters, our uncles, our aunties, mothers and fathers. They're our guides, our life guides and that there. And they, we go on this journey with them so that we can, um, one day, you know, complete the circle and share that their little bit of a journey with our gangles, our little people, our sons and daughters and nieces and nephews and that stuff. Um, the people who we become responsible for at some point in our journey. And I'd be honest with you, I, I love it um, because what it's done for me personally is I can go like, um, this is what it... What it's literally done for me personally is I can look through the pain and the sorrow and see the strength and the resilience and all that good things because for every negative, there's a positive and that there stuff. And one of the things that my Buddha taught me was, um, you know, us the Gamilaroi people, we're very diplomatic people, you know. Mm. Yes, we're the mighty Gamilaroi, the Gamilaroi 500 and we'll go to war and all that stuff. But we'll sit down and have yarn and come up with them. Um, um, best practice, like best solution. How can solution we do this and stuff? Yeah, and like taking on that there concept there now, and like how can we best provide this information and share this with our children's children and that there stuff? We'll start the yarn, 
And it's freaky because we have to put ourselves in that position first and foremost. We will become that empty vessel and so that we can receive the messages from Mother Earth, Father Sky, you know, and um, our guides, mum, dad, son, daughter, little brother, little sister, you know, because we learn them every day. That's the beautiful thing about being um, the circle people. Mm. You know, and just, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, just sit there because it's constant um, opportunities to learn. You know, um, when I was trying to link up to this, this um, podcasting and saying, um, what's your occupation? And when I knew we were talking about this, I said, I asked me, this, you know, what's your occupation? And I said, I'm um, a student. <laughs> and that, you know, because um, Mother Earth and Father Sky, you know, Buddha and that there stuff, and he, he not finished. Mm. You know, with, um, with, with the teachings and that there stuff. And that's I've been very blessed to have spent a lot of time with um, Brother Gilly DK, you know. And one of the first things, because you know me, but I'm 100 miles an hour. I need to slow down a bit, you know. And I had to, in his words, you know, I had to learn, to, listen to learn, and learn to listen, and using my binars properly, you know, my ears properly, mm. and um, you know, not just listen to hear stuff, but you know, to actually learn, and um, yeah, so. I want to chuck this little main this message stick out to DK because I want him to talk about some of this stuff as well. Um, you and Dali, Maeve, and yeah. all the other brothers, you know, it's, we've all yeah. got protégés and, and young ones underneath us, whatnot, our kids, yeah, yeah. and um, well, we need we need to build that 500 again. Well, see, we came from a really blessed circle, Brent. It was really small, but just as small as our circles are, they're actually large, and we came from a very small one. So I remember, um, you know, when the kids were family group, um, and like you know, Big Brother, I call him Big Brother, Brother yeah. Gillard, you know, that stuff, and because um, he spoke for me, Brett, to you know, he spoke for me to my own father. <laughs> it was pretty ninja. Um, but you know, like you, you we can't just um, you know put the cart before the horse and you know go all. Um, all out, you know, like a mm. sort of like um, that turtle and the horse and that there, uh, turtle and the rabbit and that there stuff, you know. And we've got a mad story about Warriba being the fastest, you know, animal on the planet. And that's our little connection with our turtle island brothers and sisters and uncles and aunties over that way there, you know. They um, turtle dreaming peoples too. And we've got a, we've got a story of Warriba being the fastest on the planet. Um but that's what we've got to do, you know. Sometimes we've got to chuck that shell on, <laughs> you know, and then just waddle along here um, until we can pick up a few more feathers and, you know, um, our brothers and that there and our uncles, our aunties, our nanas, bread, our mothers and our sisters, you know, they drop mad feathers for us. Mm-hmm. And it's only when we still yep. in our heart, our mind and our spirit man will listen then, you know, like, like that's um, I give thanks to um, Brother D for sharing that, uh, dropping that feather for you, you know, because um, yeah. we are all students and that there stuff. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, bro, this has been deadly yarn, eh? Um, 
a condo. You up and down. You up and down, eh? Great. Don't want to be a Jamie, out the room, guys. And it's like, um, you know, we can actually take, we can level up here. Oh, man. You know, it's... it's down. I'd love to be a... Oh, sorry. I'd love to be a part of the um, um, Nath and, and DK. They were here in Dali and Gilly Goo there. <laughs> I'd love to be a part of that there. We'll be really travelling then. There'll be jokes and all their stuff, but, you know, um, I'd love to be a part of that. I'll, I'll say this here, but um, Gabriela for blessing me, you know, with the opportunity to share um, a few feathers. Yep. I'll say, yeah, Gabriela, and may you be blessed with more black babies. Yeah, yeah well, Doug. Hey, one more thing before we go there. I'd just like to thank everyone for listening to a very Warrangal, uh, very strong and powerful um, main, you know, message stick that's been thrown out there by way of digital media. You know, we're living in a new age and ideally we'd like to be sitting around a wee, a fire, you know, and and we can Mali stoke our dewey our soul you know but we have to adapt and we have to get these messages out there so i'm gonna do a bit of a call out here for brother gilly dk and i'm about to play one of the most inspirational uplifting uprising anthems um ever i guess created and it's a bit of an intro everyone has choices Remember that. Yalu. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Yawo. Nope. Gumon. Yep. Your first lesson in Gumoray. Nope. Crank Lucas. Hey, yep. if you're thinking it's a game, nope. I got it one without playing. Yep. Didn't mean to put no one to shame. Nope. All natural, I'm just saying. Yep. Am I in it for the fame? Nope. Do these people know my name? Yeah. In it for any personal gain? Nope. Blazing Ferna, I'm a sacred flame. Yeah. Delirious. Nope. Three strap, Murray, keep it serious. Yeah. 